Welcome to The Good Word with Pastor Stephen Adolfo Ochre. We encourage you to like, share, and subscribe to our social media channels on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at CCC Agape City Chapel or at Stephen Adolfo Ochre for the good word of God that will inspire and spare you unto good works. And now, today's message. Are you ready for the word of God? Are you ready for the word of God? Within a short moment, let's go into the word of God. Go with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 3 and the verse number 5 to 10. We started a series that we've entitled The Culture of Honor. Tell somebody the culture of honor. And then yesterday we discovered that there are eight people in the scriptures that God instructs us to honor them. And the first on the list is to honor God. I will say honor the Lord. I will say, honor the Lord. So, Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, consult him or acknowledge him or recognize him. And he will direct your path or make straight your path. Path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Seven, eight. It shall be health to your navel or to your nerves and sinews and to your bones. Verse 9. Honor. The Lord, I'm not this time I'm reading from the Amplify. Honor the Lord with your capital. This is a business now, right? With your capital. God knows business than anybody here, right? And sufficiency from righteous labors. And with the first fruit of all your income. Verse 10. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty. And your vats shall be, or your accounts shall be overflowing with new wine. May the Lord bless his word. Amen. Now, in talking about honoring the Lord, there is, we need to have a case study in the scriptures for us to be able to appreciate and understand why God is talking about this honor. In fact, in verse 9, it's specific that we should honor the Lord with our substance, with our capital, and with all our income. From our righteous labor, from our work. In the Bible, according to Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 to 5, two brothers lived. These were the first children of um, Adam and Eve. And the Bible said that when Adam gave birth, he gave birth to a gentleman called Cain. And he gave birth to another one called Abel. The meaning of Cain means that I have gotten, obtained a man from the Lord. And the meaning of Abel is ruach, breath. Breath. The breath of God. So when they gave birth to Cain, they said, God has given us a being, a man 
from the Lord. So Cain means a man from, God, from the Lord, a man begotten from the Lord. But Cain means, sorry, Abel means breath. The Bible said when this man, God gave birth, uh, Adam and Eve gave birth to them. The Bible said that these two people, these two young men grew. One of them, the Bible said that Cain was a um, crop farmer and Abel was a shepherd. So in other words, Cain was a crop farmer and Abel was an animal farmer. What we call animal husbandry. Are we together? Please, are you following? So it makes us understand that the initial profession of the people in those days were farming. Crop farming or animal farming. But the Bible said that as they grew and walked before their parents and walked before the Lord and listened to the instruction their parents give them and seeing how their parents have been connecting and relating with the Lord. Now listen to me. Listen to me very well. When Adam and Eve sinned, the Lord took them. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord took them from the garden, but he didn't take them away from his presence. You can lose your garden, but don't lose God's presence. Am I communicating? You can lose your job, but don't lose your relationship with the Lord. So the children, now, you can only understand the relationship between Adam and Eve to God by what their children did. The Bible said in the process of time, they, this guy decided to give an offering to the Lord. How would they give an offering to the Lord if somebody has not taught them? So which indicates that their parents, even though God had driven them from the garden, but yet they were in constant reunion and fellowship with the Lord. That's how can they name their child have obtained something from the Lord. Am I communicating at all? Are you following? Now the Bible says in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto, unto the Lord. So the first person in the Bible to have an emphatic statement that this guy gave an offering was Cain. Probably he learned from his parents. And the Bible said, when Abel saw that his brother has given an offering to the Lord, he also decided to give an offering to the Lord. Now, for the sake of time, I'm just going to go. This is in the notes, but let's flow. Are you ready? So be writing them down. You must understand that when Cain gave an offering, the Bible said he went to his garden and picked everything that he has sown and the cross have matured and he gave them to the Lord. And I'm here to re-change your mind from Sunday school. Those of you in Sunday school, remember the things they taught in Sunday school that Brother Cain, they are for them in your comment, you can offer in Tosa Pro. How many of you remember those things? And yes, you offer Pro. And I'm surprised. All the Sunday school says we're using the same things as analogy. Or tomatoes, gardeners, and a buffer. For your information, Cain's offering was not rotten items. They were fruits out of the ground. When we talk about fruit, and he took it from the Lord. So if you look at Cain's offering, Cain didn't really suffer much in giving something to the Lord. I'm not communicating. Cain, a fool, Cain, a fool, say, get what I'm saying. So in other words, King's offering was not a bad offering at all. Because at least they were not rotten. 
So don't be teaching your Sunday. That's how come I love the Sunday school teachers in this house. They don't teach our children rotten apples and rotten something. They teach them the true word of God. Let's celebrate the Sunday school teachers. They are powerful. Somebody took the son or the child to another church and then they went to the Sunday school in that church. And when the child came back after church, he told the mother, Mother, I won't go to that church. I went again. I said, why? He said, no, the Sunday, school to, the, the Sunday school teachers in my church, when they teach me the Bible, I understand power. But the Sunday school teacher in that church, when they teach me, I don't understand anything they are saying. And he came to me and said, Pastor, can you just imagine what my child is telling me from the Sunday school teachers in Agape City? That is how we must celebrate them and encourage them. They are teaching them. Every, every Saturday morning, I see them. I'm part of their page. I see them preparing their messages. When I am preparing their message, they are also preparing their message. They are discussing. They, are doing, uh, they go online, do search and research, and teach them well. Because some of the things you are teaching your child in the house, the Sunday school, my teachers must do better work. Else, I'm not communicating. Yeah. So we know that the Sunday school teachers, the things they taught us were not right, some of them. So Cain went to the farm pick something and give it to the Lord. But the Bible said, when you get to the point, the turn of Abel, the Bible said, Abel got dead. Listen to this very carefully. Abel got dead all the flock. Everybody say, all the flock. Now, you and I understand very well that when we talk about flock, we are not talking about a sheep, sheep alone, right? We are talking about sheep, goats, yeah, help me now, cattle, and what else? Oh, help me. Donkeys, horses, Camel. How many of you have camel farm? Or you have a donkey farm? You have horse farm? Oh, please, enter into some of this business. It's a lucrative business. You have goat farm? Cattle farm? You better employ these Fulani guys to do well for you. Now, the Bible said this guy entered the farm. Please, can I have pastors here? Pastors, quickly come to me. Where are they? Where are the pastors? Where are the pastors? Quickly come. I want to use that as an example. Where are they? Where are the pastors? Where's Isaac? Where's Ima? Where's Ima? It's okay. No, it's okay. Stand, stand, stand up. Dennis, please come. Um, um, Jamra, please come. Please face your people. Okay. Please, by the, by the grace of God, you are not flock. But in the sight of God, you are the flock of God. So the Bible said, this, uh, this gentleman called Abel had flock. He picked his flock. So let's, let's assume this guy is the flock camel. And this was a flock horse. And flock goats. <laughs> Why are they saying goats for you? <laughs> Do you trouble them? Please, for the purpose of this, this assignment, nothing more, nothing less. Please, uh, you come. Yes, you come. Yes. Yeah, let's clap for us. It's coming. Yeah, let's. Go. Yes. Okay. So, for the purpose of this, let's start again. Because he's tall, he'll be a flock horse, then flock donkey, right? And flock sheep, flock goats, and flock what? Camel. All right. Now the Bible says that. Where are your phones? You don't have phones. Oh, go and pick your phones and everybody. Go and pick your phones and break them. I have time for you. Go and pick your phones and break them. 
I want to do something. I want to help you understand. Are you, are we, to, are we, are we together? Yeah, take your phones and come. Now, the Bible said that when Abel went into his flock, he looked into all the flock and he picked the camel and he realized that, oh, this camel has given birth. So show your phone like this. So this is the child, the camel horse child. Don't ask me what's the name of a horse child. I am not your English teacher. So this is baby horse. <laughs> and what's the name? What, what, your, 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 yours is one. This is baby donkey. Baby sheep. Baby something. <laughs> baby goat. A kid. That's a kid. And, and this is baby horse. Baby cover. Show, show it to everybody. Now the Bible said that when Abel entered his farm, he saw that the horse has given birth to the first child. Though there were plenty. You know, they don't give birth to one. They give birth to plenty, right? Then he picked the first. Because in every delivery, the first is the best and the well developed. Okay? So if they were twins, they would take the penny. So took the first. But he also discovered that the firstborn amongst the cattle might have also given birth to a firstborn, to other children, right? Other kids, right? So you also took the firstborn of the firstborn. Then you took a firstborn of the firstborn. Now you realize that what Abel was doing was that he was really working and sweating. Because by the time you go through all these people, all these things, all these animals, and picking the firstborn of the firstborn each, you have to do a lot of, you, you have to do a lot of work. Are you getting what I'm saying? Compared to Cain's job, Cain didn't do any work. Out of convenience, he said, pick it. Go, I will give it to you. He took his time to search. And so if this guy had workers, he'd be asking them, give me the records of the, all the firstborns. And give me the records of the firstborn of the firstborn. And the firstborn. Now, that's how in the book of Exodus, right? When God sent an angel to kill the firstborn of the Egyptians, he didn't kill one person. If Pharaoh's son had a firstborn, he too would die. That's like they were, they were great wailing. Everybody was dying. Because the firstborn of anything will die. Including mosquitoes, firstborn will die. So this is what Abel did. He picked the firstborn, which is the most important. Now, when we talk about the firstborn, it signifies that which is the first. Ever say the first? And the best. And greater than the rest. Are you get what I'm saying? So the firstborn signifies what? The first. Ever say the first? Secondly, the best. And thirdly, greater than the rest. That's what the Bible said Abel gave to the Lord. And the Bible said the very time Abel gave to the Lord, then God saw how this guy has to struggle in giving him something. And God said, boy, I salute you. No, 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 no. I respect what you are doing. So the Bible said the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But for Cain and his offering, God did not respect him. Let me explain. Let me explain. Being part of the body of Christ and fellowshipping with God's people comes with certain blessings from the Lord. The church series, Blessed in the House, is a book that reviews the wonderful blessings the Lord bestows on us through fellowship. 
30 plus motivational vitamins for daily productivity is another life-transforming book written by Pastor Stephen Adolfo Ochri, the head pastor of CCC Agape City Chapel. You can get these other books and audio messages by calling 024-151-7975 or 020-990-5838. Who is using iPhone? When I take this phone and I give it to you and you don't like it, what, 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 what will you tell me? Oh, please, I don't like it. Is that not so? Is that not so? But what God is saying is this. When I follow me at all, when you give this one, give it to me. I'm God. Give it to me. I better be God. There's a young lady, a small girl in this church. She's about three years or four years. She calls the mother. Hey, this is Pastor Jesus. I'm going to Jesus. He called, he called me Jesus. The mother say, Pastor, your daughter is calling you Jesus. I say, please, I want to be Jesus. So. With all my issues, I want to be, be, be like Jesus. So this guy is a prophetess. He sees me that I'm struggling to be like Jesus. Amen? Now, this gentleman gives this thing to me. Give it to me. He's giving it to me. The Bible said, when he gave it to God, and God said, I like this thing. Do you know what God said? God didn't say he liked this thing. No. God said, I like you and your gifts. So to God, when you give him an offering, the first thing he receives is not the money. It's not your life. It is you. Yes, it's you. So if God receives you first, then he can receive the gifts. If God says, I will not receive you, no matter what you do, condemn. Yes, yes. So 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 5, the Bible said the first thing they did is that they gave themselves first to the Lord. So your first offering is not money or phone. It is you yourself. If you are coming to church late, fighting people, not paying your tithes, grudging, living your life anyhow, messing around, sleeping around, having hurt and bitterness against people. You know, you are speaking ill into the minds of people against God and his work. You tell people, why must you go to church? Why must you be committed to church? For, for this pastor, don't for, forget about him. He will this, he is this sister, he is this and that. The first thing God will look at you say, uh, is that what you are giving to me? You have rejected you. Yes. So anything you put into the basket is a physical. Now listen, for information, these things you put in the basket is not money. In your pocket it is called money. But in the basket it is you. So when God accepts it, then God said, no, the, when you, the, so the Bible said that, the Bible said that God didn't have respect. So when Cain was talking and was misbehaving, God said, if you did well, you would have been accepted. Now, let me explain. When God endorses your offering, then he accepts your person. Maybe fasting and prayer, I will teach about the spirit of acceptance. Listen, don't pray about favor. Pray about acceptance. Acceptance is more powerful and dangerous than favor. For favor, those that don't know you will help you, will give you something that you don't, you don't, okay? But for acceptance, even if you are fooling around, they say we still like you anyway. Yeah. So, so one of my favorite scriptures, Romans chapter 15, verse 29 and 30, Paul says something. He said, 
pray for me so that my ministry to the Gentiles will be accepted by the brethren. Pray for me. See, for you to get acceptance from the Lord, the first thing you must do, sometimes when you're preaching about offering, you think that we are after your money. No. Listen, if your life is not correct, God will not accept your money. And you cannot say, I gave God a Range Rover. I bought pasta this. I, you can do all that. But if your life is not correct, God will not accept you. Because the first thing God is looking for to put the stamp of his approval is not the money, it's your person. So can you just imagine, after giving the money, you go out and say, God will not accept it. Because 90. So many people have given something to God and it still costs 90 work. Not communicating. If you did well, will you not be accepted? But because you didn't do well, sin is lurking at your door. And the desire of sin is to rule over you. Control you. It means that, it means that anytime God does not accept you, sin dominates over you. And the wages of sin is death. So that is the reason why people can pay their tithe and still go broke. People can give big offering in the church and still go broke. Because even though they gave the thing, they went home and fought their wife and their husband. So it was not accepted. Hello? Even though they paid their tithe, cannot help you now, but they didn't pay their tax. Yes. Yeah, Gianni. You, you work for the GI, right? You better come and teach us how to pay our tax because we don't have a problem. Even though they pay their tithe, but their workers, they don't pay them. Now listen to this. Even though pastor's appreciation, he came and gave a big offering to the pastor. Now so a comment to your mommy. your mommy no papa. Hello? Before you give me money, please make sure your mother is okay. Am I a person at all? After giving your offering, go home and take care of your wife and your children. After paying your tithe, pay your children's school fees. And the church will say what? Amen. Yeah. Pay your workers very well. Yeah. How can, how can, a fear son? No, I teach children, I need to or so me baba for them and yanko pon. Why are they pan? Now, so, oh, my media, on ten one can. Father's Day. So, if you gave me powerful gifts, I appreciated it. But did you call your mother? Pastor, pastor, my father, then, then papa, they hear me, pang. Me see me rain feed down. Yeah, sure. The Bible said we should honor our father and what? Oh, help me now. Honor what? Is that sure? Are you sure what the Bible said? Are you sure? Me, I don't know. So I want to make sure you are sure. Are you sure? So, so can I ask you a question? Did God ever say honor your good father? Did he say your good mother? It means that your, your father and your mother can be worse, but you still honor them anyway. Whether they are good or bad, you are supposed to honor them. Your father's DNA is in the inside of you. That has helped you to become what you are. And women, let me talk to women in, in, in 30 seconds. Stop poisoning your children against your husbands. No matter what they do. 
Now listen, let me stand on the pulpit and say it well. Second service, I, know my, I don't know why I, I'm, it is well, but we follow the time. Please forget it. He is still the head of your children. Even though you are not taking care of your children, your father, your husband, okay, you can say, papa, on your ukun, but he's still the head of your child. Yes. If you fight your head, you cease to exist. Yeah. And let me talk to the men. <laughs> the Bible says, for the head of every man is God. It means that any time you start misbehaving towards your children, God himself will not, God will, God will not talk to anybody. He will come to you himself. Yeah. And that no prayer will stop. Even I will lay hands on you. The more I pray for you, the more you become because only So the book of um, which, 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 first Samuel chapter 2, the Bible says, verse 15, or say, say, Nipani Nipenya Samoa, a year judge and a dear Samo, and so Nipani Yamina Samo, one be dear Samo. So your Bemana did say, when I won't show Ma, only Yamina and Yasam, or Dima Fubiani Babiara, until you make corrections and you make amends, else God will come for you himself. Timenka says, Sofu Aboma Basso Semi, a Bemanti. You can be a man and not be a father. Every man can produce. <laughs> yeah. But it's a father that takes care of his children. Yeah. Am I communicating at all? So you have no business to fight, to, to fight your mother and your father. And that was the significance of Abel's offering. He honored God for everything he gave to the Lord. I said, Brady, I'll give you my capital. I'll give you the best. I'll give you the best. I'll give you the best. I'll give you the first. I'll give you the best. And I'll give you that which is greater than the rest. It means that it cannot be compared. It cannot be compared. It cannot be compared to that. How would you promise God and not pay and use money to go and buy a car? You're a wicked person. Am I communicating? Am I communicating? And the church will say amen. Yeah. Yeah. First lanes of the flock and the father of. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and unto his offering. So, can I say, I out there for I went to a certain church. The pastor said, Okay, pay your for the Shall for them. So, I need you one. He's trying to tell you that that's how God sees. So, look at the offering. This often, please I'm, listen, please listen to me. I am not preaching this because we want to collect your money. That's not the reason. And I'm, I'm not preaching it because we have annual Thanksgiving and harvest on, in some two weeks. That's not the reason. Please forget about that. That day, Oba, you're about for the one master, you're about for it because we are not waiting for you. You're waiting for God. I'm not communicating. And that day, we are doing no pledge. Whatever you have, bring it to God. Some years ago, a certain lady came and prayed 5,000. About three years ago or so, after the pledge, I didn't see her again. Then one day I met her at the airport. I said, Please, I'll be looking. I said, I'm free. I'm going to cry. I said, I pledge. I'm going to pledge. I'm going to pledge. I'm going to pledge. I'm going to Am I communicating? Am I communicating? So the Bible said, Abel gave the best. Everybody say the best. The first. And greater among the rest. Yes, to the Lord. So listen to me. Anytime you are giving anything to the Lord, 
It must be what? It must be what? It must be what? Better than the rest. Greater than the rest. You see, our challenge is that we have become self-centered and self-seeking and selfish. What do I say? What do I say? Sir, I hope you for your information, it's not all those who read everything that passed their exams. Ask everybody that has written exams before. You can, I, I, you can read everything and still read junk. In fact, there, there, Yanni said, "Who be trying to be be? I have a question. It all was As he said, "If you fall before you are doing a fruit dream, who be doing what? Now, there, Yanni said, 'Tell me now, son, no akai. Ah, I said the Lord build the house, they that build in vain. I said the Lord watches over the city, they that watch in vain. I said the Lord helps you. Nothing can help you. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord." Follow up me dim, empire me dim, rehearsals me dim, evangelism me dim, homesets me dim because I'm giving God my first. And in Tina, I have born a case here, say, Oh, sorry, I'm not going to earth. Because sorry, I'm not part. The first thing I'm supposed to look for is the word of God. We call it quiet time and morning devotion. Yesterday, the man will go preach about that during the wedding. Yeah. Please, when you wake up, the first thing you're supposed to look for is not your phone, your Bible. Don't say my phone, my Bible is on my phone. It's a lazy man statement. Go and for a paper Bible. Be proud that I'm holding a big Bible. Am I communicating? Because my God is a big God. I can't keep my God on the phone. Oh, yeah, sorry now. Phone be back. Not Jimmy Kako take call. Oh, by NJ. Zero five five nine. Communicating. Take God serious. Because when you take him serious, he too will take you serious. Three things I'm ending with you about Cain and Abel's offering. Are you ready? Number one. Anytime you give God an offering, it indicates your identity. <laughs> Who you are. Yeah. Now, see, see, I mean, no, see, no, be a baha, not the computer, be bria, be go, I say, yeah, because I want a baha. Because I want a baha. No, the owner of Microsoft, who is that? Biget, you may say, Biget has come here, right? We be rassy, no, be the cars, be bria, be go, Tesla. Now, now you are charging cars now because, hmm, Elomas has come to this kind of this country. Is that also? Yeah. Because everybody is known by what he gives. So what he gives indicates who you are. So you are not different from what you give. Number two, anytime you give an offering, you are indicating your relationship with the person. Am I communicating? Your offering indicates your relationship with God and relationship with whoever you are giving with. You are giving to. Am I, are you, am I helping you at all? Yeah. So if you have a... Now, one day... Somebody gave me something. And when he gave it to me, I asked me a question. I said, the thing you are giving to me, actually, I don't need it. But because I respect you, I'm taking it. But why is it that there are people walking around your house? They are in need. Why is it that you didn't give it to them? But, but say, oh, Pastor, but I don't know them. I don't have anything to do with them. 
Then I said, listen to this. Because of the relationship you have with me, even though I have it, you are still giving it to me. Right? But because you don't have any relationship with the people, you are finding it difficult to give it to them. So relationship is the foundation upon which we give. If your giving is wrong, it depletes your relationship with God. If your relationship with God is right, your giving will be right. It will be difficult to give God coins in one Ghana city. Excuse my word. If that's what that you have, that's no problem. If you have a good relationship with God. Our brother and sister just got married. I, I, I would doubt that, the, that our sister will go and give and one more say for the husband. He will never do that. They will go home next week or this week and say, darling boy. Yesterday they say, babies. They say, babes. What were you eat? And whatever you tell her, she will put down, now listen to this, she will put down her wedding gown and her makeup. She will quickly go to the washroom, wash away her makeup because a juma brain asu. You come home say, yeah, and you entertainment, a juma. A juma brain asu, you watching makeup, you know, market, to go and prepare what the husband lost. Is that not so? The husband will also go to town and say, babes, I've seen this beautiful shoe. It can be, it can be more expensive than you like shoes, right? It can be more expensive than his salary, but he will still do it anyway because of their relationship. Because there's no relationship. Now, for information, let me help you. Anytime you want God to do something for you, develop a relationship with the Lord. It will be easier for God to do something for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, because Some of you don't have any relationship with God. See, BBC, you You know, there are some people when you see their course. The only thing that comes, it's most of you won't even pick it. When you're busy, you won't pick it. You put some mutes. Because you don't have any relationship. Our third reason why thirty must understand about offering. Our offering indicates the way we honor the Lord. How we reverence and respect the Lord. Number three, please. My communicating. How we do what? Respect the Lord. How we honor. Because the, one, the offering you are giving, everything you are giving to God teaches how you respect him. Disposable cups and disposable plates. No matter the situation. Because he respects the husband. Respects the wife. And anytime we are giving something to the Lord, it should be because we honor him. The culture of honor, honoring God, it must be the first, the best. And that which is greater than what? The rest. When we give this to God, it's a way that we are telling God we honor you. Another way for honor means that we value you. You are precious to us. We respect you. We are all of you. And we reverence you than anybody. So we are giving you the first, the best, and that which is greater than the rest. My prayer for you that this week, as you step out, in everywhere you go in and everything you are doing, may everything you are giving to God be the first, the best, and greater than the rest. Because that is a sign of your honor unto the Lord. May the Lord help us and bless us in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for connecting with us today. You can join CCC Agape City Chapel on Sundays at 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 6 p.m. For prayer, counseling, direction, and giving, call our helpline on 024-151-7975 or 020-990-5838. God bless you.